coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 216. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews and the Hammer in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, you two. How you doing? We are doing quite well. How are you? Good. Good. Other yeah, than the we're... weather sucks. <laughs> what? Your weather's sucking up there? Yeah, it's horrible. Oh, dear. We've actually cool. got some sunshine here. Yeah, we have sunshine. What do you got? Rain? Uh, yeah, rain. Oh, okay. Yeah. It wasn't raining till I took the dog for a walk, and it immediately started raining. So that's oh, kind of how my day's gone so far. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, but you guys don't have riots. Uh, not yet, as far as I know. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you all have some sort of disconnect between police and politicians like we do? Um. I would have said yes, but in the last few years, I would say no, because if the police were a little, paying a little more attention, uh, Trudeau would probably be in jail for messing with a bunch of criminal cases. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know how to answer that anymore, honestly. Yeah. Um, we do have a lot of um, non-Caucasian police in the RCMP. I do know that. So maybe that helps our situation. Maybe it does. But sometimes I think when it comes to police, we tend to make things about race that maybe aren't. And not that I don't think racism exists. Um, It certainly exists within police departments. It exists among the general public. I sort of think it's probably the same among both. You know, maybe that one or two percent. Right. And that one or two percent that should be hung out by their ears. Exactly. You know? However, this situation that we have going on in the United States with um, the death or post-mortem of um, George Floyd, I, I see a lot of mixed messages. First of all, was this truly racially motivated? Okay, two of the men, two of the cops that are being charged, not not the one that actually killed him, but two of the other three are Asian, one of them's Asian, one of them's black. Right, I think the other one is Hispanic too. So that kind of covers you know, the gamut. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, how did this turn into something racial? Probably because it's happened before. You know, um, each situation, of course, is different, but uh, probably not in the in the eyes of a lot of people. They probably see this as, oh, this keeps happening. Yeah, so, every time that they, every time, unfortunately, a white cop has to kill a black perpetrator, it always becomes racial. It can't ever be that the guy was wrong. And I'm not saying that this one, something, this was a crazy example. But if it just, 
always seems that it's automatically racial. How do they know that the guy, you know, he his best friend might be a black man? Well, I think know? Derek Chauvin, the cop that has been charged, I think he is guilty of sin, of murder. Yeah, he was kneeling on his neck. Yeah, yeah. I, right. I mean, I really do believe he... Uh, was it racially motivated? I don't know. I, I mean, I really don't see it. He, this guy was married to an Asian woman. The the cop was who has now filed for divorce because she's so disturbed by him. And um, I I think it's like you said because in the past it maybe has been racially motivated now suddenly it's like automatically racially motivated right i also think that it is also we have an awful lot of opportunists mostly antifa who take this opportunity to destroy businesses loot and turn protests into riots. And and the funny thing is, you know how you're always talking, uh, Connor, about not shitting in your own sandbox? Right. That's kind of how Antifa plays. They go to another city and shit in their sandbox. Yeah, exactly. And destroy their home and their community. And the bad thing about Antifa goes back to stories we've done previously about the Obama's OFA offices. He's got 300 offices around the country. Antifa identifies with those offices of the OFA. Right. Yeah, I just kind of want to set that tone. That doesn't help these racial matters. No, not at all. And I, I have to say, and I will probably get blasted, that I thought when we elected a black president, racial tension would be, get better. It got worse. You think so? I think it got so much worse. Oh, wow. That's interesting. And um, what do you think? Well, I know one thing that... When these rioters go into their neighborhoods and destroy the property of their neighbors, and these are normally, a lot of them are, are minority owners, how, how is that solving any problem? What did these people do to cause any problem? I just don't get it. I'm, I'm offering, if you want marching up and down the streets, I get it. Hey, oh, I'm this, for this, protesting. This, now, this, of is, this is it. I get it. I don't care what you want to protest. But the destruction of able. property, the killing of people, secu- you know, people trying to be security to keep these rioters from tearing up the stores and killing them, like that retired guy in St. Louis, a retired cop. 77 years old, yeah, and I think I mean, we got to shoot him? What, yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's out of control. I, I wish they would just um, think a little bit before they take to the streets and, and start going crazy. Like, that's going to bring him back. Why don't we just have the trial? 
if he's guilty, we decide the penalty, if it's life imprisonment, the electric chair, I don't know, whatever it is, he pays his price and we go on. That's the way the justice system works. This is not the wild, wild west anymore where you take the law into your own hands. And that's, to me, that's basically what rioting is, is taking the law into your own hands and saying that you know all the answers, you know all the rights, and you're going to inflict the punishment. And and to me, and it's anarchy. That's not right. Yeah. Well, a few years ago, there was a riot in Vancouver. It was over hockey, so that's I know pretty damn Canadian. Um, <laughs> but it it was in the time where people had video on their phones already, and uh, basically everybody that was destroying property or was doing any looting um, was found and charged. So every every tape was gone through. Everybody charged. So you know what we discussed that the other night, and I'm hoping that's the case. And especially like, for example, in Manhattan, I mean there are cameras everywhere, not right. not even just on people's phones. And you know the crazy thing is with the coronavirus, they all could have been wearing masks. <laughs> yeah, and, and they worked. weren't. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, very you strange. You always talk about stupid criminals. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's that's really kind of stupid on uh, many levels. You know, and just like we were talking the other night, uh, um, the old mayor Giovanni. Oh, Giuliani. Giuliani yeah, was saying that you know he was saying. Um, that he didn't think that the mayor was handling it correctly. Well, I remember when he was in power, the mayor of New York, when they had trouble all the time. When he went in there and cleaned up the city, he said, any riots, the first person that does anything, you arrest them, period. The second person, you arrest them, period. The third person, you arrest them. He said, pretty soon, these people get tired of getting arrested. And uh, you put a stop to it because it's just the gang mentality. People really, they say they want to get arrested. They really don't want to get arrested. That's on their record the rest of their life. They lose their job. You know, there could be many things that it could affect. Um, them saying, well, I don't care if I get arrested. This is for the, the good and this. I, I, Personally, I have a tough time believing that, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I know one thing. Letting these uh, rioters out of control, starting fires, tearing up police cars, burning a a Dunkin' Donut, you know, it was... Well, look at the other day in D.C. 60 federal agents had to be treated at the hospital. They got close enough to the president to throw a bottle, and they had to put the president Sunday night in a bunker. In a bunker. Wow. Okay? You, 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 and it's happening all over the country. Um, wow. In all the big cities, there was four cops shot in St. Louis the other night. We had um, a crazy thing happen in New York because the mayor, de Blasio, was saying, stand down telling the cops to stand down. And Cuomo, 
said, are you crazy? I mean, they actually talked about how Cuomo could take de Blasio out of office. you got to remember, they're both Democrats. Wow. That is how bad de Blasio, the mayor's daughter, got arrested. Unreal. I know there was a Canadian journalist that was arrested in New York, and I think she's out now, but they arrested her two days ago. And they were supposed to be immune from the curfew, so... I don't know what went on there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if she was on the wrong side of uh, de Blasio's fence, no telling, okay? Yeah. So, I mean, politics is awful. And that's why I don't understand why Obama came out and, first of all, said anything. Ex-presidents should be keep their mouths shut right now. We are in a, a state of emergency. We don't need to confuse people. There is one sitting president at a time in the United States, and him, and for that matter, George Bush, too, should keep their mouth shut. But Obama sided with the protesters. I'm not against the protesters. Probably am on their side. But we have got to stop all of this. Right, because it's beyond protests. This is riots and looting. This is not protests. And people read things into it. For example, Obama called for police reform. You know what that means to his followers? Go kill policemen. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that is what they are looking for. Any piece of permission from guys like him. Guys like Al Sharpton was giving the memorial service today. He always lights a fire. Heaven knows what will take place in the United States tonight because Al Sharpton gave him a moral service today. Right. And you know that Al and, and George were best, yeah. Yeah, were, were best friends, you yeah. know. They were on first name basis. You know that. I assure you <laughs> they never met. And here's the other thing a, a woman brought up yesterday. If we can't open shops in Manhattan and other cities, why can't they protest? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the 10-person rule or the 10% or 25% rule, that's what we were talking about at work. It's you can't open your business and have more than that, but you can have gosh knows how many thousand exactly. walking hand in hand down the middle of the road, you know, riding. Terms and rioting. And where are these people coming from? You know, uh, just like the people that are arresting, most of them are not neighbors or the people of New York or Philly or the city that they're in. Yeah, that's one thing they've proven that they're busting in. Ten, they don't live wherever they're protesting. So they don't care if they tear up the stores. Yeah. And, and, you know, Minnesota is pretty much closed down right now due to COVID-19, yet they could have a memorial service for this guy with Al Sharpton there. Right. We still can't have funerals here. Yeah. In Springfield, that's mostly open. Well, the laws don't apply to Democrats, do they? <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. So, um, and I think, you know, going kind of back to was this racially motivated was there something else going on? George Floyd and Derek Chauvin, the cop that killed him, were bouncers at a nightclub previously. 
Whoa. Now, was there some leftover animosity? Huh. That really didn't have much to do when this Derek Chauvin maybe hated George Floyd as, you know, being a co-worker at a nightclub. Right. And this was about something else completely. You never can tell. And that's what, like the hammer said, that's why you got a trial. Right. To figure things like that out. Yeah, absolutely. Only one I mean, guy knows that, and he's in jail right now. Exactly. Yeah. And all, exactly. The, all the drugs in his system, after, after they did the autopsy, fentanyl, and... Uh, I he had oxycontin and fentanyl, which would have made his breathing shallow. Those are both of those drugs um, shallow their breathing um, and have cardiac components to it. Huh. That does not mean the cop didn't kill him. No, no. It, it, but still, I mean, nine minutes is a long time. How was the guy at, you know, did, did they, you know, plus he had the virus too. Yes, he did have COVID-19. And so, you know, the, it, these things did not give the cop a, a reason to kill him. Of course not. But there might be some underlying factors that we don't know about yet that could come out in the trial. Exactly. And, you know, if the like I said, if the guy is guilty, punish him to the extent of oh, the law. Oh, absolutely. You know, everybody's if life If there's on. other... If they come up with other reasons, then let's just talk about them. But he was guilty of something because the guy's dead. Let's face it. There's got to be some yeah. sort of restitute. But let's don't conv convict him and take him out and and hang him without knowing the, the full story. That's like I was saying. That's like the old West used to be. Right. And, and uh, our society should should not be like that now. Exactly. But um, I, I will tell you one thing. I definitely stand with the cops. There are, of course, bad cops. There, you know, I, I have never met a group of people that there wasn't someone bad. Right. right. You know, I mean, look what we found within the churches and the Boy Scouts. and Absolutely. All these wonderful things. There are bad people. There are bad apples uh, everywhere. Exactly. And um, the police need our support. Um, of course, Biden is the presumed candidate for the Democratic Party for president. And the police groups have always backed Biden, because mostly because he has been a strong union leader. But in light of the riots and um, the brutality that has erupted um, against cops and Biden's position and how far left he has gone, the police groups have um, are not going to back Biden in the election. And that is, um, I think that's pretty big news to tell you the truth. Yeah, that is. That's a big loss for him. I just yeah. want to throw out one thing that mm -hmm. came to me that um, I have several friends that are policemen here in our city, and um, one of them is really up the ladder, 
And he has said, because you can go as a citizen on a ride-along, he has said that he's had a lot of disbelievers on how the police handle situations until they ride along and see the whole picture, see right. how everything goes down, that after it's over, they go, God, do I have a, you know, I was wrong, I, I look at things differently now, I am sorry, you know, these people yell things at the cops, they spit on them, they, you know, there, there's a lot more to it, and anybody that thinks that's an easy job, go on a ride along. I Great have idea. I have Great not idea. personally done that, but I've had some of my co-workers do it, and they said, your opinion of a policeman will change 100% around if, if you didn't think that they don't have a tough job, because right. they're, they're out there most of the time by themselves, mm -hmm. and here. they got to make a, a quick decision. Mm -hmm. And it's not as easy. It's easy to sit back and Monday morning quarterback the whole situation. Absolutely. And I just wanted to make sure I got that out there because it's a voluntary thing. They will let you do it. It's the right of every citizen. I would imagine that if you did it in a big city, I'd say the first 15, maybe 30 minutes, your eyes would be wide open. Yeah. About what's going on. That's true. That's true. Good point. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, you know, sometimes things backfire in these situations. And one thing that has definitely been backfiring is these lockdowns, you know, and curfews. Right. It seems like every time they a, a mayor or a governor locks down a city, um, or, you know, institutes a curfew, the violence gets worse. And the violence that gets worse is that that's against businesses that just happen to be where they're at. Yeah, unless they're a, a work boot business, then rioting's or looting's probably not going to happen. <laughs> no, no, they don't steal that. Yeah. They, they, they're partial to the 60-inch TVs, I understand. <laughs> yeah. They're very partial to that and the Nike-type stores. Yeah, Nike, yeah, they you like know, those. any kind of, uh, you know, athletic shoes are, are up the list, too. Um, you know, they those are easy to pedal upon or have yeah. someone in your family or you that wear them. Yeah, and I'm like the hammer. Why do you just set a Dunkin' Donut on fire? Yeah, I don't know. Cops and donuts? Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, but that's so cliche. What did they do? Be better yeah. than that. Be more original than that. Yeah. Well, that's... it's just out of hand. Like, it it just needs to stop. Like, stop what you're doing. You're not, nobody's making anything better. Yeah. No, well, no, no. That's no. what, that's just, you, that is the nail on, on the head right there. What does this accomplish? Well, I tell you what, I got a text from one of my kids today that said, what, he said, what is going on when we are doing 
all these horrible things in the name of race, something that Martin Luther King would never have done. Right. And we are blaming all cops, cops that keep us safe every day. Um, my son was totally distraught over what he has been seeing. Right. And totally distraught that people were beginning to pull out of MSU, uh, Missouri State University, because of this situation. Unreal. And so we need to stop it. We need to stop it now. Yeah. Someone hit the reset button on 2020. Yeah. Exactly. It has not been a good year, has it? No. COVID-19 and race riots. Maybe they got the end of the world wrong. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Maybe they just mm. miscalculated the, the calendar. Well, you know, yeah. it, the rioting happened so fast, I still got my COVID decorations up. Yeah, I got that. I got that. Yeah, yeah. Well, a little blast from the past. Uh, Rod Rosenstein did uh, testify yesterday before a Senate committee. And somehow, and I'm sure this will come back up as things, as they look more into this Russian probe uh, about why it happened instead of who was guilty of the actual, you know, was Trump guilty, I guess is what we should say. But Rod Rosenstein blamed the FBI and defended the Russian probe at the same time. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't know how these guys talk out of both sides of the mouth because it seems almost impossible to me that an intellectual person like he is could have done both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. I, I, I don't get it. And then one of his best buddies, Andrew McCabe, he says was the wrong person to read the probe, to lead the probe. Oh. But yet, we should have put uh, Mueller in place. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not making this up. This is exactly how this went down. Okay? And then he says... Andrew McCabe was not fully candid with him, but he should have still done the probe. Right. Um, How can all of that be true? Um, I, I think what you're starting to see is these guys can't cover their ass at every angle. That's exactly what I think we're seeing. But doesn't no, does, lying get you in trouble, though? Well, in most cases, when if you lie to these guys in the FBI... You get in big trouble. I mean, look at Martha Stewart. Right. Okay? But the FBI lies after they're sworn in, and so far we haven't seen anything happen. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you've got... Back. Yeah, it goes back to the old deal. There are laws, and we are not supposed to break them. Unless... <laughs> you... Or maybe in the Democratic Party, or you you work for the FBI, or blah 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 blah. There are, you know, all it's like they have a King's X. Remember that when you were a kid? Oh, King's X, so I can say whatever I want, or I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I don't even remember that one. No, that was yeah. No. That's another story for another day. Huh? Yeah, I guess yeah. I went back. I guess I went back a little too far, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> For, for Connor and I, just a little titty tad. 
<laughs> yeah, well I, well, I definitely have to agree that there's some strange stuff happening there when you uh, when you back one and, and not back the other. Sorry. That's yeah. just being taking the coward's way out. Exactly. Exactly. Or you just throw so much stuff out there they don't know what the truth is. I that's that's the way I get it. <laughs> oh, I just, agree with that. You just uh, yeah. throw so much stuff out there and they can't really prove or disprove it, and so it just creates more of a mess. And that way, nobody gets in trouble. Nobody they can't pin it on anybody. It is just it's a circle jerk. <laughs> circle jerk. Okay, whatever a circle jerk is. Well, we won't get into that. Yeah, yeah. we won't yeah. get into that. <laughs> but I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, but we don't always agree, but life's a journey and we're all in this together. And I think one thing we can all agree on is that dually dialogue does support policemen everywhere. Absolutely. Good cops. 100%. Yeah. Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed to all of our listeners out there. Godspeed, Grace. And... And the hammer, you guys have a good weekend. See ya.